What's up, Doom Nation? Welcome back. You were listening to the Two Doom Men podcast. And as always, it's your host, Skaggs and the Captain. What's going on, buddy? What do we got on today's list? What do we got coming up? I know it's going to be an interesting few weeks, and it's been an interesting few weeks oh, yeah. in, the, in the news. It always is. Yeah. Um, this one was particularly interesting because it just, um, you know, if you watch our last episode where we had on Lance, we kind of in a way predicted what was going to occur the next couple of days. <laughs> Um, you know, we titled the episode UFOs and false flags. Um, when we had Lance on, we had talked about the Chinese spy balloon. Excuse me. God damn. Right. I'm choking. All right. We had talked about Chinese spy balloon. And then after that, uh, we kind of started talking a little bit about UFOs and UAPs and stuff like that. And I had mentioned how I thought that, you know, it was suspicious. And Lance had said how they could be used as basically flying false flags. Yep. It was ironic because like the very next day started the trend of every day. There was an unidentified flying object um, shot down by the Air Force the next yep. two days, uh, you know, three in total, four, including the spy balloon itself. Um, so we're going to get a little bit into that um, kind of follow up on. we got tweets of the week. Also, we got some interesting stuff coming up next week. Uh, Captain, you're going to be recording with Garrett again tomorrow. Yes, I am. So some more bonus content coming out to Doom Nation. And uh, that will be digging into a couple. What do you guys got on the topic? Uh, We are going to be talking about the chemical spills in the trains and in the truck. Um, And I just came up with a theory of possibly what if like we shot down China's balloon and China retaliated by derailing all these fucking trains. Be interesting to dive into. Yeah. So we're going to try to we're going to try to approach it organized. We'll keep those topics for that. And, and then uh, I we'll think also we're going to be talking a little bit about the potential list of Epstein Island clients. So we'll All see right. about that. That'll be interesting. So that'll be next week, the next episode after this. Uh, <laughs> next week, we are also going to be guest guesting on some other podcasts. Yeah, guest uh, appearance. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to be on the Welsh Republic podcast. Uh, I made friends with somebody on Twitter. They asked me to come on, so I'll be going on that one. And we will be going back on our favorite person, the Unfit Statesman's show. On, uh, we'll be recording that with him Thursday night, so he'll put that out probably in probably about two weeks from now. But those are always fun. It's always a that's good time to check him out. And just like we uh, we texted about him like just randomly one day, and now here he is hitting us yeah. up. And I just said too that we need to get him back on the show as well. So yeah. that's podcast, that's awesome to work with him. The podcast universe, it knew. Yes, it knew the three doomed men had to uh, <laughs> get back together. So yeah, man, let's just let's just jump into it. You know, we kind of called it, we kind of predicted it that the uh, the UFO stuff was suspicious. Mm-hmm. I have some stuff. I got some theories. We'll talk about well, it a on, little bit. Me, but um, I thought maybe we could just kind of shoot the shit about it. Honestly. Yeah, I want to bring up 
You said last week that all these UFO sightings and stuff were all like government uh, sources. Sure. My point was that yes. all of okay. the videos, the, the recent stuff that has been portrayed as like credible evidence for UFOs, I'm skeptical because they all the videos always originate with the point, like the origination point is always the government in a sense, right. so like an F-16 video or a military video or something like that. It's very rarely ever Billy Joe Bob in Alabama's home video yeah. uh, that's posted on Twitter, which it was with the spy balloon. Right. So I, I thought that was proof of like it can be done yes. by a random person. So go ahead. What was, yes. your, what was your point? So, you know, with that being your point and that's kind of, you know, where I was too with it, that it's suspicious. And then just we're shooting them down. We're shooting them down over Canada. And we got to explain NORAD really shitty explanations of NORAD agreements going on. Right. And but there was nothing found. Nobody had any videos. How many videos were posted when the, the when balloon. the Chinese balloon, balloon got shot down? Mm -hmm. Right. Nope. Where are all these other videos from millions of people looking for these objects of the of any debris falling? And two, didn't you say they also put out a uh, a comment saying that nothing's been yeah, recovered? No, there's no, there's no, no debris crash has been sites. recovered. Right. Yeah. So so right. Just to give context, including the balloon again, there's been four incidents where things have been <clears> shot down <throat> over North America. Right now, I think I made a tweet where. Isn't it just a little bit suspicious how no one's really asking that many questions about this? I don't I honestly don't think outside of Pearl Harbor, which wasn't necessarily North America. That's the Pacific Ocean. I don't think there's ever been really a situation where we've shot down over the region of North America that many objects like in right. that short period of time. Like we normally don't fight wars over here, especially in modern days with like our modern technological yeah. advancement over every other country in the world so it's it's noteworthy that we shot down four things in the course of a week when we probably have never done that before um or now what you're saying is the is first a good, time they're admitting it right at least that they're admitting yeah. it sure but i mean what you're saying is a good point right like there was video of the balloon but the other three scenarios there's no video um and it was being plastered everywhere on the news like everybody knew about this for the most part yeah. it was on the corporate press, people like us were talking about it. It's all over social media. So people had eyes on the sky. I don't know if you saw a lot of the videos the past week as well of uh, people were catching the Starlink array on video. I don't know if you've ever seen oh, what no, that looks like no. before. No. Uh, and people were getting that confused with UA UAP UFO stuff. You could sometimes see the Starlink, Elon Musk Starlink uh, mm -hmm. array. It's basically like a, a line of satellites. And um, because they're very reflective, if you're looking, you might see them fly mm -hmm. by. So people were it, pe so many people were up looking at the sky. They caught that on video and mistook that for UAP stuff. But we didn't see any of the other things yeah. that, the, that the military is saying that the other three things that we shot down on top of the fact that there wasn't anything, any debris, you know, located or recovered, they're saying. So, so that means right, that means if they shot something down, you know, I mean, like, you at least have to find something, you know what I mean, <laughs> like to make this believable, to say there's no debris. So then well, let's go. All right. So I like that aliens are in the news because literally one of our <laughs> first episodes was Bob Lazar. Sure. And we talked about aliens. And um, so that would mean we didn't shoot something down. We hit something and it went away. <laughs> 
I mean, think of what I'm for, saying. Yeah. Think of what I'm saying. So now there could be more coming back for all we know. Right. But, uh, you know, if you shot something down, there has to be debris. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, what, is it going to all burn up between, you know, sure. what what scientific bullshit yeah. lie are they going to give what, us? What you're saying is that the story stinks like shit. Yeah. Right. From from the start to the finish. There's a lot of inconsistencies and a lot of things that are contradictory that don't make sense. Number one, you're right. If you shot something down, there should be debris somewhere in, in a sense. Number two, when the, the spy balloon first came over, the the real spy balloon, the original one, uh, we were told, you know, it's not that big of a deal. We were monitoring it and collecting information from it. And then we shot it down once it was safe. But then when these other three, uh, you know, things were found, they were just shooting fucking, you know, yeah, like Yosemite Sam. Yeah. They were and shooting down you, like ASAP. My, one of them was over Canada. Yes. Right. Okay. So, the, yeah, the joint uh, NORAD yeah. response one. So, I'm not saying that we don't have an alliance with them or, or and we're not protecting yeah. them, but like America and American military reacted faster to shoot down an object over Canada than it did the original Chinese. I, balloon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, it, again, my point is just that it's contradictory. And the first time yeah. they're saying it's not that big of a deal. And the second time, like I said, they're like Yosemite Sam shooting everything down as soon as they see something. Now, what exactly are these things? They're not aliens. They're they're not right. Oh, yeah. The fact that they're even saying they're unidentified objects, or they had said that they were unidentified, that's a little bit contradictory in of itself, in my opinion. I don't think the Air Force just shoots things down without identifying them, right? Like, imagine if it was a person in a fucking Cessna who like yeah. didn't know what they were doing, and then you just shot them down, right? So, it's obviously got to be something they're covering up or a distraction perhaps that they're making but if it really was an unidentified craft and people do want to think it's aliens i mean what they just shot down alien yeah. crafts like is that even possible after you expect all us to really years, believe yeah. that yeah. and then like you've just threatened them without any diplomacy or anything so it's it's not i, I have a i have a conspiracy question gaslighting sure so just for the topic of aliens we'll go on a little fun rant with the aliens because so much serious that's been going on. Do you believe that there's possibly that if there are aliens, the government reached out to them or so, you know, one contacted the other before, like the masses could know and they've worked together and there is some MIB situation? No, I think if there are aliens and they're smart enough to maybe traverse the space that's so distant from wherever they come from. Uh, they'd be smart enough to know how evil the government is, and I don't think they'd be. Yeah, but I think they'd also them. be smart enough to know that they could use this tool to easily take over the planet. Yeah, maybe. That's, I mean, I don't always. <laughs> if I you're a warmongering yeah. planet, I don't. I don't foresee mm -hmm. them as being a warmongering uh, species. I don't mm -hmm. think something that is smart enough again to travel such a great distance would have any need of being warmongering towards us. Like, if you could figure out. Out of resources. Fucking, once you understand the distances in space, yeah, but I know, but you could get these yeah. resources on any other rock that doesn't have life on it. That's the way well, it's I just our at. turn now. <laughs> yeah, but what again, if you're smart enough to be able to traverse the distance, and if you understand the distances in space, a, a, a species is smart enough to figure out how to traverse that, they could just go to any other rock without life and take the resources from that rock. There'd be no need to come to us hostily, in a sense. Right. They'd be more interested in like, wow, this is interesting. Here's a different form of life we haven't encountered before. They'd probably be more scientific about it and just like observe and learn because life is interesting. We find life interesting. We find yeah. an ant hill, 
right? And we observe it and we're like, so oh, there's an cool. Earth documentary on space sure, Netflix. They might be. Yeah, they might be in space Netflix. Yeah, they might be. Uh, yeah, Planet Earth, right? It might be. Maybe they're the ones who uh, produce that. Produce Planet that. Planet yeah. Earth uh, Netflix documentary. Yeah, man. So, I mean, where we're going with this, I thought the whole UFO hysteria, the whole thing just stinks to high heavens. Oh, it, it does. smells like a distraction. Um, we got some clips and some information if you think we're crazy uh the clown lady kgp she talked about it you know they laughed it off <laughs> let's see what they had to say and one last thing before i turn it over to the admiral i just wanted to make sure we address this from the white house i know there have been questions and and concerns about this but there is no again no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns again there is no indication of aliens or terrestrial activity with these recent takedowns wanted to make sure that the american people knew that all of you knew that uh, and it was important for us to say that from here because we've been hearing a lot about it um, I, I, I'm not, I, I'm just, you know, I loved E.T., the movie, but I'm, I'm just going to leave it there. Um, and one that's, last, I don't know, that's probably the best job she's done as uh, I was going to say, I've never secretary. seen her so lively yeah. and informative, yeah. <laughs> which um, makes me wonder, like, can we believe what she said? And yeah. I, and I sit back and I just look at her and it's not because of my bias. It's because of her sketchy track record. Well, she's not just not good at the job. Yeah, what makes but she was you, pretty good here. You know, what like I said, it's suspicious for itself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now you're doing good. What? No, 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 guys. It's not the aliens. You know that job you guys have been wanting me to do? I'm going to do it right now and tell you sure. it's not aliens. It's um, I, I, you know, yeah, it's interesting and it's suspicious that she did such a good job this time. Um, It's also, man, I mean, for four days, they gaslighted everybody. Mm -hmm. They said unidentified, you you know, or their their way that they normally put is like UAP, uh, unidentified aerial phenomena, I think they call. So they gaslit everyone for four days, the Pentagon, the government. And then they have a press conference where they'll just chuckle it off. Right. Oh, no, it wasn't aliens the whole time. So I also got a little bit now. You take this with a grain of salt because of who this comes from. Um, but I got a little bit more from Dan Crenshaw, right? Where he says, everyone wants answers on the objects flying over the United States. Today, members of Congress finally got more info from senior military officials. Here's what we found out. We still don't know what these other three objects were. We're calling them unidentified aerial phenomenon, UAPs. This is what I just said, right? We know exactly what the China spy balloon was and immediate steps were taken to stop its data from being sent to China. The UAPs were in FAA commercial zones and had no signals or navigation lights. The first two UAPs were smaller, the size of an ATV and harder to detect. The third resembled a balloon and was easier for the radar to pick up all moved with wind currents. Uh, Why are we just now seeing them? Heightened surveillance means we're tracking more objects. These objects passed near DOD facilities and posed a danger to commercial aircraft. Why they were shot down. China balloon posed no threat to civilian aircraft because it was above 60 K feet. Newer technology has allowed for more detection in recent years. UAPs weren't detected before because our radars were not adjusted for slow moving objects. There's obviously a still a lot. We don't know. I'm going to continue pushing for transparency. So Americans know what's going on in the skies above their country. Now, Again, like I said, take a grain of salt because it's Dan Crenshaw. But I do appreciate the fact that that's probably one of the most eloquent, yes. well thought out 
explanations you've heard on this whole and, scenario. And if it was to be truthful, that's like a step in the right direction. Like more of our representatives need to be acting like this, you know, put out a thread of like as much transparent information you have. If you can actually believe it. Right. Yes. But yeah. At, at the least end there of the was, day, you know, sure. Yeah. It's at least not the normal like appeal to authority. It's yeah. not UFOs because we said it ain't. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? It's at least some some the, sort of jargon, technical jargon. At here. the end of the day, there is to be something worried because the spectrum of all this is some kid built a couple of drones in his garage. You know what I mean? And the military took him out or on the other side of the spectrum is China, Russia, all of our enemies have started deploying spy equipment to the country right. or uh, dirty bomb, like a low grade, you know what I'm saying? Anything that can fuck us over because we potentially have, or not potentially, we have a weaker administration. Daddy Trump's out of office. No one would pull shit like this. And now they see Biden as a joke. You see him mumbling and bumbling and, and forgetting what he's doing and all these problems that he has. You could argue whatever you want if you really think he's doing, you know, good for the country. But I don't believe any of our listeners are going to believe that one. We look weak. You know what I mean? We look like we could be stepped on. Afghanistan was a complete shit show. Why not start testing the waters harder and harder? Those are the two ends of the spectrum we're dealing with here. So no matter what it is, it's not good. Sure. I agree. Um, we'll get into a couple maybe of our theories here. And I think you're, you know, essentially like what we were talking about before, like war is coming theory yeah. in a sense. Um, it could be what you're saying. It could be they're just prodding and poking and prodding because, yeah. ah, you know, these fucking guys, they're they're soft now that Biden's in charge. It could also be something to do with that. It could literally be that, yeah, maybe perhaps war is coming. Right. And yeah. this is the beginning stages, the scouting. Right. If you're China and you're planning to move on Taiwan soon in the next six to 12 months, right, you're going to kind of want to see where like all of our equipment is located, right? Because the president has said that we would defend Taiwan if China invaded, yep. right? Now, if you're going to plan a, the, the largest invasion ever attempted, because it's going to take, we, we covered this, right? It's yeah. going to take a larger invasion than even Normandy in World War II to, uh, to uh, you know, to invade uh, the island of Taiwan. You're going to want to know exactly where all of our equipment is, right? Like, they're going to want to know is our equipment more towards the west coast right so yeah, they, can, they can figure out the logistics how long is it going to take us to move our equipment to counter them you know what i'm trying we to got say equipment like, there already but yeah right but i'm just like the majority of our equipment is on the mainland right so they mm -hmm. might be trying to get an idea where's everything at how much time do we have right like yeah. the reason why the japanese attacked pearl harbor is because they wanted to buy time for them to go and expand their their colonies in a sense back mm -hmm. in world war ii so there could be some planning or sense going on there. I mean, me and you talked a little bit about yesterday on text, man. I mean, I'm seeing in regards to Russia, Ukraine, I'm yes. hearing, I'm seeing troop movements, massive troop movements of the Russians yep. uh, in Tom the green, Tom green informed yeah. everybody yeah, in know, one right? afternoon. That was interesting. I'm hearing three to 700,000 Russian soldiers are mobilizing around Ukraine. And I'm also they hearing that flat Ukraine. Yeah. And Putin is, uh, prepping a speech soon right so that yeah. leads me to think a second invasion is coming soon yeah. a, a way larger invasion um i don't know man like just knowing history too the way the russians fight 
They lose the first year, always. They always lose the first year in every war. <laughs> I don't they've think they've fought. lost shit yet. I wouldn't I'm believe. Just, I'm just yeah. saying, like, historically, the way they fight is the first year goes awfully. Then they regroup, and then they just throw bodies at you. Yeah. And they overwhelm you with their just, they don't care about life the way Americans do. Like, they don't have this stomach for loss. Like, there's no, no stomach for loss the way we do. Like, if we lose one mm-hmm. soldier in Afghanistan, like, people are just outraged, and, like, this is yeah. shouldn't be there. They don't give a fuck. They throw, you know, you ever heard Meat about the Battle of Stalingrad, right? Like they're shooting people who are running away on mm-hmm. their side. Um, so things could be ramping up, man, all around the world. Uh, and it's, in a sense, blowback. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, it's it's blowback. It's just all because of poor policy, in, in yeah. my opinion. Um, so that could be the aspect, right? That could be what it is. It could be a preparation for war or prodding because it's weak. What were you going to say? You were saying uh, you're glad I brought that up. So it's funny because I wanted I know you're going to roll your eyes, but back in the day when you read about Q, (laughs) right, they always talked about a sky event and they always theorized that it'd be like Project Blue Beam. I don't exactly remember what that was or um, heard of it. Right. Or it would be a distraction or it'd be like the government's last ditch like effort to like gain the control of the narrative back by Mm -hmm. faking some type of, you know, so you're saying like there could be massive war around the world. Russia could invade Ukraine on this second huge wave. China could be prepping to move on Taiwan. We're viewed as weak. And what do we have? We're testing the airways with UAPs. Uh, You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's I mean, true. And I know you don't need to you don't need to believe the back, mm-hmm. but there is this theory out there that that's what is going on. Sure. I don't I, you know what I mean, I, I don't have to roll my eyes at the Q thing to think that that doesn't make sense, because if the government loves anything, it's they love ramping people up for war. Yeah. If that I don't think they would be trying to distract people from the fact that war could be coming. If anything, I would think they want to be motivating us to all go to war against if- Russia. <laughs> I don't think they'd be trying to uh, distract us away from it. I have another theory as to what they might be distracting us over. But look at what if what? And they say, what if finally we're viewed as the bad guys? <laughs> That's why they're not trying to ramp us up for war. Well, we are the bad guys to the government, yeah, right? But they still. Yeah, try- we they, are. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they what was it, man? Do you remember when we were at the Libertarian Party convention, the speech Scott Horton gave where he was talking about how the division in the country right now is good? Because they need the conservatives to fight the war. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. And I thought that was a great point where Scott Horton was basically saying, like, the fact that conservatives, the fact that the country is so divided right now, they can't yeah. justify without tremendous amounts of propaganda going to fight a war. Because right, right now, the cons- it's mostly conservatives that serve in the armed forces and are the ones that go do the fighting. So if you can't get them behind your, you know, like behind the, the cause, the, the cause, the right, you can't get it done. So yeah. that's the problem they're having right now. They, uh, so like they still to. need to do it anyway. Yeah, sure. That, you know, that's a danger with the whole China thing. Well, love to, you know, hate. The what about the, so. the first thing we saw in uh, in the Super Bowl, the the join the military right. commercial, the, the paid patriotism? I yeah. man, that stuff is disgusting to me now because I know it's literal. It's not a genuine. It's not like the NFL is doing yeah. that because they like to or they care. That's the Department of Defense paying that millions of dollars to yep. run these, you know, Our heartstring, money. heartstring stories that will get people to want to join the military and, and be the and hero. Whatnot. And it's like, yeah. why do they want people to join the military? It's because, well, they want to maintain the fucking empire around the globe. Right. And and I know they having uh, I know like the military is having uh, recruiting issues. Yes. 
Um, so that's well, because of uh, uh, the vaccine. <laughs> I don't think it's it's a, yeah, without doubt, it's definitely because yeah. of that. And I also think just people a lot of people fight, yeah. are are not. It's not that people don't want to fight them. I think a lot of people yeah, they, are woken up and yeah. they realize that it's bullshit. That you know they realize that it's serving the military for what to to be like. They don't people don't want to be stormtroopers. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. They if if the if the the homeland was under attack by like literally under attack like there yeah, was Pearl like, Harbor. Yeah. yeah, then yeah, people might right. But uh, people don't want to be stormtroopers in service of the empire which no. right now. So it's a little bit of, of two things. It's the libertarian thing and it's the conservative thing at the same time. I think it, it'd be real wild to see, you know, if any of these countries had the balls to storm American shores. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I don't think that's possible either. I think even no. that that's fear mongering from our own government, like the magic invasion force, I always call it right. Like yeah. we were talking about the logistics of invading Taiwan. That's yeah. going to be the largest invasion ever planned by human beings. If, mm -hmm. if China pulls that off, imagine doing that to the United to America, States yeah. across the Pacific. Did you know that the entire planet of Mars could fit in, in the, the Pacific, Pacific Ocean? That's insane. But no. they'd have to send an invasion force across the entire planet. Right. It's it's not possible. They'd get picked off. Plus, yeah. you got us. Yeah. You know, Two hundred million people got guns. You know, it's it's not going to work. And we don't we don't care about rules of engagement. You're here. You're gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that would unify everybody. Sure. Oh, yeah. a, you see a couple of commies said foot, yep. you know, then, uh, you know, then the uh, the blue hairs would be out there with the, the with the Confederates just right. blasting the, people the, away. The blue hairs out in, in uh, L.A., they're going to be begging for, uh, you know, mm. the good old boys from the south to come over there and protect. Oh, yeah. Them. Yeah. They're going to so, need all the cowboys from Nevada to come over. Exactly. Um. So I, I don't think it's that. I really don't. I don't think they're trying to distract people from looming war. I think they'd be trying to motivate people to get involved or they'd be trying to use it like, you know, fear, like, oh, war, we yeah. got to stop Putin. You know, he's there and, and the commies, they're the evil. So what I think really happened, I, I got to be honest with you, my best theory is that it has to do with the Samuel Hirsch story and Nord Stream 2. Mm. Now, if you remember a few months ago, Nord Stream 2, which is a pipeline from Russia to Germany that provided gas, was blown up. And at the time, it was hysterical. The original blaming was on Putin and yeah. Russia. <laughs> Fucking himself I over. Mean, yeah, like th <laughs> this is this is they literally ran that story. The corporate press literally ran that story and made. That Why wouldn't they? And when you think about it, it's like, well, first of all, the pipeline wasn't even on. Right. Second of all, Putin controls the on-off button. Why would he blow up the pipeline that he already has off, that he already controls and has got off, and like he would be blowing up whatever leverage he kind of has over Germany, the leverage of like gas. You need gas to warm houses, to fuel cars, especially in the wintertime. Um, it didn't make any logical sense for Putin to blow up Nord Stream 2. It's a little bit of leverage that he holds over the West. So what everybody thought was it was us, right, or it was – the NATO, it was conspiracy maybe. theories were right again. Sure. So <laughs> what happened over the same period of time that the UFO stuff uh, started happening was a article came out uh, on Substack, which uh, I'll read a little bit here, but uh, I'm not gonna read the whole thing because it's really, really long. Uh, it's by Seymour Hirsch. And You're only called... sharing your background. Oh, am I? All right. Sorry. It's me. Who's the. Uh... The dummy today. Yep. How about now? It's there we go. All right. How America go. took out the Nord Stream pipeline. So this is by Seymour Hirsch. How America took out the Nord Stream pipeline. 
You're going to say something? Nope. Okay. So who is Seymour Hersh? He is a longtime journalist. He's one of the journalists that most people would, I uh, guess, um, say is someone of like, someone along the lines of like Glenn Greenwald, Matt Taibbi, someone who has authenticity, who still has, uh, who hasn't sold out. He's not like one of these obvious propagandists like a Brian Stelter. or, or As far whatever. as we know, yeah. <laughs> now, he writes this long article on a Substack. I'll put it in the uh, below. Uh, and he is talking about this, and he's essentially laying out the plan, the action around Nord Stream 2 and how America was involved. Now, he didn't just make this up. He's not just coming out with this out of the blue, like he's me and Captain. We're just saying, we think we did it, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, that's what we thought. He's coming with information. Now, he had whistleblowers from the government, from our government, come and tell him the entire plan. Now, the whistleblowers are anonymous. I know uh, we, me and yes. you obviously hate anonymous yes. whistleblowing, right? We, we hate it. So I think some skepticism, skepticism is due. But at the same time, I think Hirsch has earned the fact that I don't think Hirsch is lying about right. what he's been told. And at the same time, everybody talking about, oh, it's an anonymous, it's an anonymous source, anonymous source. How many times has our own government? I think did Alan say that or? Oh yeah, someone. So, you just spoiled one of my tweets of the week. Sure. Oh, but. okay. Okay. That's all right. Let's go, let's let's go to it real quick. Let's give yeah. uh, let's give uh, hang on. Where is? It? Let's give Alan. That was a fantastic tweet. It was a great tweet. Right. So again, on the top, let's start on the topic of trusting anonymous sources or not. Alan Jacoby, he said, how many BS stories have been published by MSM mainstream media with a single anonymous source? All of a sudden. That is frowned upon by media outlets when a veteran journalist writes a piece about our current government involved in an act of war blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline. But the White House says it's false. Interesting. Right. You see right now how yeah. they have been pushing, like you're saying, anonymous sources about Trump, our, our anonymous sources. About Everything this. we the entire episode of Hamilton 68. Was based on anonymous sources right. that Twitter just followed through with. And now right. all of a sudden, anonymous sources are right. are not credible. Right now, we can't trust anonymous source. Now, that being said, because we are objective, I'm acknowledging that it's an anonymous an, an anonymous an, yeah. source. I don't think Hirsch is lying, but I do think back and remember the video I shared of Edward Snowden's, which he retweeted, where they were talking about how journalists would be friendly with people in the CIA mm -hmm. or people in the government and people in the government or the CIA would come to them and give them some information that the journalists could not verify in reality about uh, Vietnam and how they were building airfields in Laos. And there was no way that a, a, a journalist could verify that, but they gave them inside information. So if they publish it, which would drum up support for one yep. way or another. So there is an aspect that could be here of that, right? However, I just don't believe it. I, I don't see it that way. I, I a lot of people on our side, you know, on our camp or whatever, thought it was us who did this to a sense. Perhaps there are some whistleblowers now who come out and told Hirsch this and he's now reporting on it. But I'm not ruling that out either. That it could be like a plant by the CIA it's either or it's to, it's for doom nation to decide. Sure. It's what I, why I don't believe it is because it's kind of this kind of pokes a hole in the whole empire in, in a sense. You know what I mean? Like. It doesn't I don't see how, you know, the inquisitors would want to like 
poke a hole in what they're doing. Do you know what I'm trying right. to say? Like in the Empire. So that's why it doesn't I don't I don't see that as making sense to me. Let's see if I could read a little bit over here. Uh, there was a part I was going to pick up, but the 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 article is really interesting. Uh, it gets into planning and what exactly happened. Um, hang on one sec. Sorry. Let's see. All right. So I'm, I'll talk about how this actually went down. And it says the Americans at work in Norway operated under same dynamic and dutifully dutifully began working on the new problem, how to remotely detonate C4 explosives on Biden's order. It was a much more demanding assignment than those in Washington understood. There was no way for the team in Norway to Norway is where this occurred, basically in the waters of Norway, to know when the president might push the button. Would it be in a few weeks, in many months or in half a year or longer? The C4 attached to the pipelines would be triggered by a sonar buoy dropped by a plane on short notice. But the procedure involved the most advanced signal processing technology. Once in place, the delayed timing devices attached to any of the four pipelines could be accidentally triggered by the complex mix of ocean background noises throughout the heavily trafficked Baltic Sea from near and distant ships, underwater drilling, seismic events, waves, and even sea creatures. To avoid this, the sonar buoy once in place would emit a sequence of, lo- of unique low-frequency tonal sounds, much like those emitted by a flute uh, or a piano. That would be recognized by the timing device and after a preset hour of delay trigger the explosives. You want a signal that is robust enough so that no other signal could accidentally send a pulse that detonated the explosives. I was told by Dr. The- Theodore Postel, Professor Emeritus of Science, Technology, and National Security Policy at MIT, Polsto, who served, who has served as the science advisor to Pentagon's chief of naval operations, said the issue facing the group in Norway because of Biden's delay was one of chance. The longer the explosives are in the water, the greater risk there could be of a random signal that could launch the bombs. On September 26, 2022, a Norwegian Navy P-8 surveillance plane made a seemingly routine flight and dropped a sonar buoy. The signal spread underwater initially to Nord Stream 2 and then on to Nord Stream 1. A few hours later, the high-powered C-4 explosives were triggered and three of the four pipelines were put out of commission. Within a few minutes, pools of methane gas that remained in shuttered pipelines could be seen uh, spreading on the water's surface, and the world learned that something irreversible had taken place. So there you have it. That's how it happened. That's what Hirsch is sharing. That's who was behind it. Did Biden push the button on this? Is that what... I was to understand the yeah. president's going to push the button. Oh, uh, yeah. The commander wow. in chief has the ultimate call. Maybe not. Maybe not literally push the button. They could you know, figuratively like give the order. Go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, go, go for it. Um, it's a long article. It gets into the planning, gets into who is behind it. It doesn't name the names of the anonymous sources. Gets a little mm-hmm. bit into a little bit into the fallout. But this is important. Right. So this was Biden's plans, Biden's yeah. actions. Yep. And the CIA is involved and the Navy, right? Their best operators. Norway is involved here as well. It's on their property. Why this is important, why this ties into the UFO thing. Think about what they did, right? The, the U.S. government. They blew up property of Russia and Germany like with the military blew it up without their knowledge, obviously without Russia's knowledge, obviously without Germany's knowledge either. In a sense, that's an act of war. Like, where do you draw the line of like what's an act of war or not? You know, and they spun their propaganda at the beginning saying it was Putin. 
right? Yeah. And then the story kind of went away. But now credible sources all of a sudden come out, or at least, you know, a credible potentially journalist, credi- potentially, yeah. potentially credible sources come out. And in detail, if you read this thing in detail, spell out the entire fucking plan, right? That is a problem because now public sentiment has a person to blame for this. Germany has a person to blame for this. Putin has a person to blame for this. Russia has actually called a uh, United Nations Security Council meeting about this because of this article, like basically confirming Mm it. Um, So, yeah, of course. Right. Like, what do you do? Right. Oh, my God. Fuck. Egg on our face. We got caught. Right. This goes back to what you're saying before. Get the aliens out. Yeah. Get them out. Distract. Last ditch effort. Distract. Sure. Sure. Because the last thing they want to happen is they want to lose whatever court of a public opinion they have. left. Right. So. They don't want people to read this. They don't want people to find out about this. They want to distract from this. So they want people to, you know, look up, at, look up, look up at the sky. Yeah. There's fucking aliens, right? We got to defend us from this, from that. Especially when, like, you get caught doing something wrong. You want to, like, spin the spin it on something else. Right. Maybe, maybe even spin it on, like, look, they're spying on us. They're doing this to us, right? Look, they're. They're violating our airspace. They're doing this to us. They're projecting. Right. They're projecting. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So that's my grand theory here. I think that's probably what they were trying to do. That's why there's no evidence. That's why there's no debris. That's why no one saw it. Why? It didn't fucking happen. There was no balloons. There was no aliens. There was nothing. They closed the airspace. They used, uh, you know, military fighters who were fucking obviously sworn to secrecy to do this. There's no evidence. They were trying to deflect from this story coming out because this story mm-hmm. is is basically exposing an act of war by our government on the governments of two other countries and, you know, implicates us as doing something extremely wrong in the international starting world. a war. Yeah, yeah, something that could start a war, something that could give I'd be the international community some like credibility back to Putin in a yeah. sense. I'd be surprised that uh, Putin doesn't talk about it whenever he has this speech. I'm a. sure he will. And sure uh, he will. and B, look at how like once Ukraine started, Russian bad, Putin's bad, Putin's bad, Putin's bad. So even if now, because this is what's going to happen, even if this story was to get big and gain traction and be more credible than we believe. And let's be honest with all the conspiracy theories that have come true. Hmm. Pretty good chance it's true. Yeah. Now, there's still going to be people with the little Ukraine flag around their their Facebook profile picture who are going to go, well, we needed to blow up those pipelines. Putin's bad. Putin's bad. You know, they're they're just the the bots are going to be out there defending. Those people are so far gone, though. Like, it doesn't matter. Of course course they are. Right. Like they Um, those what would be you see now where that would where what you're saying would be valuable is because we can go back and pull the receipt of yeah. those people originally being like, hey, it's Putin who blew up the the pipeline, right? Yeah. Yeah. If the whole thing gets outed as us having done it, yeah, those people are going to be like, well, we had to do it because it was the right thing to do yep. and whatnot. But, you know, that I could foresee already a defiant yeah. L post, right? Oh, of some yeah. Of like Brooklyn dad or Joe from Juris being like, hey, Putin blew up the Nord Stream too, right? Like he's evil. And then later on and being like, we had to blow up the Nord Stream too. like the best thing we could do. Yeah, sure. But however you cut it, it's this theme of like, there's something coming. There's a war on the horizon coming because 
even now, whether we are being spied on or whether China's getting ready to invade Taiwan, Russia's getting ready to invade Ukraine, now add on top of that, there there's potential credible proof that Biden blew up a pipeline in an act of fucking war against Russia and Germany. Somebody's going to get real angry along the way here and shit's going to start getting out of hand. It's like Ron Paul said, blowback, right? Yeah. We talked about blowback. You can't go around the world and keep sticking your finger in people's fucking faces, right? And expecting there to be no repercussions to this, like, you walking around and sticking your fucking eye, your finger in somebody's eye. Yeah. Right? This would be us sticking our finger in, in Putin's eye. Right. And then they'll turn around and be like, well, no, he's the aggressor. He's the bad guy, you know, around behind everything. So all we have to do, man, is just not do this shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's oh, yeah, very simple. We could just yeah. we could just not do any of this. Right. Yeah. Like, that's the magic answer to all this. Bring all the boys home right. and let the world sort itself out. Self, yep. Sort yourselves out. Stop threatening everybody. Stop trying to be the empire. Yep. Stop trying to be the world police. Give them their assurances and go the fuck home and leave them alone. Yeah. And we don't have to risk the entire planet being blown the fuck up over the Donbass. Yeah. Have you seen photos what the Donbass looks like? It's not even really we're talking about fucking, I don't know, like the Caribbean or some beautiful <laughs> place. Yeah. It's a gray Eastern European. <laughs> you know land you know like yeah. it's Flat is that it with a tree imagine? Or two. yeah yeah imagine like how did humanity go extinct the donbass region yeah it was all about that it's just it's insane. makes you wonder what they got out there that's so important that's true yeah that is true. and on top of it look at how much of our military aid we've given away to ukraine look at how much money we've spent it, you know look at how much money and equipment we lost in afghanistan Look at how much oil reserves we've given away. Oh, it all starts to just fucking add up one, you know, one after another. It all comes together little by little. It does, man. It really does. So I think that's honestly my take um, on why this distraction was happening. Uh, Everybody else might have their own opinion. That's fine. Uh, I think one thing that everybody does agree on and, uh, you know, will will agree on is that it smells like shit. The whole thing smells like shit. I don't think anybody's buying the fact that it was UFOs or that it was, you know, some sort of uh, it, it's it's shady. I'm mm-hmm. going to point back to the anomaly tweet from the spy balloon. It's like, well, it's like one thing's for certain. Like, we know that they're lying. Right. We know like the <laughs> Chinese are lying. We know that our government's lying, but nobody can really put their finger on exactly what they're lying about. But, yeah. you know, they're lying. Yeah, I think they, that's good. I think that's a white pill in of itself. Yeah. Right. Like that. Everyone knows that they're lying. We might not know exactly what because we don't have we're not privy to the inside information, although we kind of are in this sense. But everybody, uh, you know, at least a huge portion of the population is Starting now really yeah. skeptical of everything. And, and we need to be. Thing. We need yeah. to be. It's the only way this is going to work. Yeah. So any other points on this or. Uh... No, I mean, I, I agree with you. I just think the outlook looks bad. You know, I, I remember these theories that are very similar to, you know, what took place back when Q was popular so it, it's it's interesting to see these things fall into place and that there's just there's something on the horizon. And I was talking to Garrett about this, like it's like it's all falling down, man. It's all coming, crashing down sooner than later. If this Epstein list has any names in it, Hunter Biden's laptop is coming out as confirmed. There's there's uh, how many here. I think they just added more hearings to social media texts 
tech companies about censorship, COVID's unraveling. Mm-hmm. Shit is getting dicey yeah. for the establishment and around the world. You sure, know, you it, could feel it coming to a precipice. Yeah, you could feel something coming to a head. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think uh, this was a great tweet. I didn't choose it as a tweet of the week, uh, but I think it was again by Clint Russell of Liberty Lockdown. Uh, and he said something along the lines of uh, from the date Chernobyl happened to the fall of the Soviet Union was about six years, mm-hmm. he said. Uh, he's like, if you want to say that the train crash in East Palestine, Ohio, is our version of, uh, you know, Chernobyl, he's like, yeah. that put us, he's like, that sound about right. About six <laughs> years from now, if this whole thing is completely come apart or, or you know, it makes sense, like if history yeah. is going to repeat itself in, in a sense. So if you're going to say that that's our Chernobyl and six years from now, the whole empire is going to collapse. I, yeah, I could see it. Yeah. I could see in six more years, like the empire falling down and, and uh, things changing, like the the the, the order it's sooner of things changing. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, so let's get into some tweets of the week to uh, wrap it up. Yes, we're, we're try not to go too uh, too long here. We got another episode coming up soon. Um, maybe we'll start off with one of yours, Cap. I got two, yeah. Uh, and I gotta say, man, Twitter is just getting worse and worse and worse for me. No matter how many new people I follow. It is just derivative garbage that is all over. It's just the weakest of the blue check marks saying the most obvious your, things, man. Your, uh, your, your, yeah, the algorithms just your foxhole and just yeah. negativity, unfortunately. There's nothing of like intelligence. If, okay, this is from Adam Kissinger. If Elon Musk thinks it's algorithm that is causing low engagement, it's not. It's the peddling of conspiracies. Americans are overstimulated and exhausted, and and he feeds that. Embrace boredom. Are you are you fucking? This is Twitter's full of conspiracy theories now, and we're overstimulated. I mean, it's just one weak thing to say after another. Peddling conspiracy theories, overstimulated and exhausted embrace boredom yes let's be lazy rubes that don't question anything yeah that's one way to look at it i'm gonna look at it that he is so goddamn wrong if the last couple years have proved anything it's that conspiracy theories and whatnot they drive extremely high engagement yeah right the q stuff uh you know prove that every other person like a lot of people who run conspiracy only shows man, they get a lot of really high engagement, right? Mm -hmm. And that's led to somewhat of even at times like a a grifting uh, economy in the conspiracy theory world, right? We're like, are these people really believe some of the crazy shit they're saying? Mm -hmm. Or are they just saying it because they know it's it gets really popular if you think of you know what I'm trying to say? Like, do they really believe perfect example? Like it's 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 profitable. To, yeah. to say some crazy shit sometimes perfect come up with the craziest thing perfect so this is, that's just, it's outright wrong what he said yeah. look how much time money energy and technology congress the government the administration the who the cdc social media companies google mainstream media put into deciding what is disinformation yeah so peddling conspiracies does bring in yeah eyeballs and engagement look man i could even use the episode that we did with flat earth dave as an example Mm -hmm. of how this is not true when we had flat earth dave on obviously he's in a sense of conspiracy theories he thinks the fucking earth is flat we got 
five to six thousand people, I think, or four thousand people watched that episode on YouTube. Yeah. Why? Not because of us, because we don't normally draw that many fucking people, right? <laughs> yeah. It's because of Dave. And because Dave is such a a, a conspiracy theorist, a, a lot of people love that shit and they followed him. Uh, remember, yeah. we talked about a, a war zone uh, happening in the comments yes. of, of yes. our video, right? So I'm not saying Dave is grifting. I'm not saying he doesn't believe in the, uh, the flat earth theory and all that stuff. But you see how that can be profitable, yeah. right? How that does drive engagement. So Adam Kinzinger is completely fucking wrong. Like he's wrong about everything else. He's <laughs> one of the worst. So no, like, I, you know, me and you don't do it because we're grifting or we want to, like, display a, a, a conspiracy theory because we think it's going to make the channel popular. If we think something is true, we just say it. Yeah. We're, you know what I mean? But no, it does drive high engagement. It does make sense that the algorithm is causing low engagement because I know Elon and Twitter, the team, they're trying to, like, unravel a fucking disaster mm -hmm. at Twitter of code upon code upon code that they're having a hard time undoing. That's why Twitter, that's probably has to do with some of the problem you're seeing about just yeah. negativity only it's hard to uh, i've heard it's just layer upon layer of code it's hard to like unravel that and the whole system not just come apart so adam kinzinger wrong again go my Suck next week dick, adam this is by matt taibbi and he says the people determined to reduce the twitter files into a partisan pissing match are doing so precisely because the real targets of those st these stories aren't parties but the FBI, the DHS, the DOD, and other massive state entities who have been improperly meddling in domestic speech. What did I just talk about? Yeah. That's a great tweet. I recommend everyone watch the Joe Rogan episode that just came out recently. Had Matt Taibbi. They on. talk about the Twitter files? Oh, yeah. That's why. Right, it's I got to start listening to it. Yeah. As you know, we've covered them in length. Matt Taibbi is like the, the guy kind of the, the top guy. The guy was kind of like the first person <laughs> to break. Did he say if files. more are coming? Uh, I didn't finish the whole thing yet. Yeah. Uh, he it's interesting because you get to see behind the curtain of what they've been doing and what right. been going on. And he gets to talk about it. Uh, and, you know, I could share. I heard him say he's like, you know, basically on buys Twitter. He invites us in. and He's like, here's 50,000 files. <laughs> you know, like Elon didn't know what was in there. He's just like, you guys sort through it, figure it out. He's yeah. like, so he, there's just there's so much stuff for them to go through they're still going through it yeah and he makes a couple funny points where he's like i was looking for something else and i found certain things that i've posted twitter files about so it's it's really interesting i highly yeah. recommend everybody go and uh watch that episode of the joe rogan experience all right delusional posting <laughs> yep delusional posting the truth is that if you buy that new wizard game, you are financially supporting a literal <laughs> genocide on trans people. Just had to unfollow someone because they were complaining about people being upset at the game. I'm sorry you don't think trans genocide is a big deal. I would like to start off by saying I'm going to buy the new Harry Potter game. <laughs> I wasn't going to. I heard it's very good. I've learned a little bit about it. And now the deciding factor was this tweet. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, that's just so bizarre. That's apparently an anti-trans game because J.K. Rowling is behind Harry Potter yeah. and she's an avowed feminist. Right. So, I mean, this is how far the woke shit has spiraled out of control. Now the feminists hate, you know, like the trans people and the feminists hate each other because, yeah. you know, like one one threatens the other in some, some sense. So that makes... 
the video game anti-trans genocide because it ha- just has to do with J.K. Rowling and, some fucking aspect. And they they feel a genocide is being taken place. But there's no genocide in China and, you know, Yemen right. and None the Middle that. East. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That, that genocide, right. you know, they don't think is a big deal. But this, an imaginary genocide. Yeah. Sure. That's a point that a lot of people in the libertarian community would make all the time. It's like, well, you know, if you make a joke about trans people or if you point out, hey, like some of this shit is just crazy, they'll make you out to be like genocidal or someone who should be thrown in jail and locked up. But right, like you're saying, when the government supports a literal war of genocide in Yemen and half a million Yemenis die, none of these people even know about that, say a word about it. They support the very same politicians who are supposedly on their side, but they're the ones carrying out the war of genocide in Yemen. So it's like, yeah, man, I made a fucking joke about you, but you're over here. Like, yeah, what's worse, a joke or literal genocide against actual people? Well, jokes are literal genocide. So check your privilege. I got. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) you. Yeah, I have heard the game is good, by the way. You guys should go to our buddy Chris. Uh, He has Mm -hmm. been streaming it live on YouTube. Uh, he's been playing it out there. He's, you know, he's got a good YouTube channel, uh, Jimbo, the kid trash King. He's got 10,000 more nicknames, as I say, than Daenerys Targaryen. Yep. Check him out on his YouTube channel. He's been playing that. All right. Uh, where are we at? So we, uh, tweet number two was Alan. I thought Alan had a great tweet there, which uh, it was to, uh, the Hirsch story. I got one more here. Uh, and I really like this one. This is from McGill's and McGill says 2023 is wild. If you're a dude who checks out a woman working out, you're a threat. But if you call yourself a woman and expose yourself to her in the locker room and she feels threatened, she's a bigot. That's the upside down world we live in now. I don't know if you've seen him, Cap, but there's been a trend of videos. Girl, women are posting on TikTok and whatever of like guys looking at them in the gym and the girls, Mm -hmm. they're dressed to the nines. Right. You've talked about before that known people that come back out after they get to work out and take photos. They then take videos of dudes looking at them and put it on TikTok, like about how creepy they are, how wrong this is, etc. All right. But you like you're looking for the attention, number one. So this tweet is pointing to that. And then on the other hand of the insane clown world that we live in, you have scenarios like what happened to Lindsey Graham. Yep. Patriot Podcast Network, where she was in the gym at her gym, had to get her LA Fitness, and a dude walks in the fucking um, the woman's locker room with his dick out, right? But he is a trans person, and you know Lindsey Graham on Twitter is made out to be a bigot for pointing that. So it's it's essentially that's okay. Literally, yep. a dude whipping his dick out in the locker room is fine because he's a trans dude. But well, yeah, where you went uh, wrong is saying literally a dude. Because they they sure. deny I'm just saying, like reality, that, right? And they don't literally see this person. So yeah, but a, a, a dude, a, another guy just looking at a hot girl in the gym. Yeah, let's be honest, we're guys. It yeah. happens, right? It's almost instinct. If you see a really beautiful girl, it's hard to like not briefly glance at them. So, you know, I'm just being honest. Yeah, that's I've the most seen. I've been to ever. gyms where it's like one of those TikTok houses. <laughs> you know, yeah. Where it's, I mean. <laughs> Don't I can't even say don't wear that because you can wear whatever the fuck you want. But like, come on, what are you doing? You know the way you look. You know yeah. what you're doing. It's like yeah. this 
tweet in that scenario is almost like a glitch in the matrix. Yeah, right? like it is a glitch. In most the people like stop and think about that and how that doesn't make any sense. Right. And yeah. think about it like, hurts to read. Yeah. Like society, yeah. like what's happening. Yeah. Right. I think it's a good place to end it, man. Think so, it man. <laughs> Fucking insanity. All right, Doom Nation. It's been a hell of a week. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be on the lookout for more bonus content from me and from me and the Samurai Garrett from Sergeant and Samurai. Check out Skaggs on where are you going? Uh, the Welsh Republic podcast. And then, like I said, we will be both yeah, yep. uh, be on the Unfit Statesman podcast. Yes. So I don't think are we going to have two episodes out this week or just the one? Two this week, right? We had the one with Lance that was yes, that came out yes. on Monday. This will be Friday. Uh, you will be with Garrett uh, tomorrow. That will come yeah. out next week. And we'll see. Maybe, maybe, you know, I, I don't know. So there you it's, go. Yeah, we got a lot going on. So it's hard to, uh, you know, we have lives here. <laughs> yes. We got regular jobs, too. So it's, we can't just record every night. But we're coming out with more content. Keep up. Uh, keep in mind the pace is basically going to be like two episodes a week for the time being. So yes. try keep up, folks. Yeah. So you got plenty to watch, plenty coming down the pipeline. As always, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Dune Nation, thank you. Adios.